Shalom and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. Today I'd like to delve into a wonderful word and break it, break it open. Break it open so that we can enjoy the, the kiss of heaven. And the word I want to talk about today is the word Corbin. So Corbin is the word offering, translated as offering in the Bible. And where we see it mentioned the most is in the book of Leviticus in Vaikra. And what it says, it uses these words in the first chapter in verse 2 where it says, Adam ki yakriv mikhem korban la adunai. So God is speaking to Moses and he's, and he's saying to them, when, when anyone, when a man brings from among you an offering to Hashem. So when anyone from among you brings an offering, korban, to Hashem. And then he goes on to list the, the different types of offerings that can be brought. And when I was looking at this word, I was just really struck by the, the beauty of the word. And I want to share some of the things that I have discovered about this word. First and foremost, we spell the word Corbin with a cough, a resh, a bet, and a noon. Now, this word actually has at the beginning under the, the letter kof a what they call a kamatz katan, which is why we get the O sound instead of an A, a long A vowel sound. So korban. So the, the resh has a shavar under it, which means that it's attached to the preceding vowel and as a consonant. So we have two syllables, korban. Now, What's lovely about this word is when you delve into its origin. So what are the root, what is the root meaning of this word? And what can we learn about ourselves and the way God has put in place a way, the way to approach him? So first and foremost, the word Corbin, the root of the word Corbin is a verb. And we see that in the first three letters of this word, the kof, the kof, the resh, and the vav. And this word, uh, which you can, we can pronounce as karav, means to, uh, when we say karav, we, we are saying, literally saying, he came close, or he, he, he came closer. So this verb means to get closer, to approach, to come forward, to come closer, to step up to, and interestingly, to make a sexual advance. Now, here's something else that's very interesting about this word. In other words, when it's used as a noun. So when we take the root letters of this word and we, we translate that into a verb, sorry, into a noun, we get a very interesting word as well, which is kerev. Now, kerev is the noun for the inner parts of a sacrificial animal. So it's the entrails of a sacrificial animal and the fat that covers them and the inward parts in general. And that actually can be attributed to people. So we find a, a, just a lovely 
verse in Tehillim in the book of Psalms where David uses this word. So if you look in, in Psalm 103, verse 1, it says this, Now this, of course, is a very famous verse and is translated as, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. So the word there, vechol karavan, is this word, all that is within me. So David is talking about this inward, the, the, how his inner being, everything that is within him, blesses the Lord. It's such a lovely way of expressing expressing the way that David Hamalek, David the king, does worship. And so there's something now that we can sort of begin to discuss. What is an offering? What is the, the nature of this word that indicates to us the heart of God and the way that he wants us to draw near to him? So we, know, we now know that the word offering implies from the root that it's about drawing near to God. So in many ways we can talk about the, the sacrificial system that the book of Levit Leviticus talks about when coming to the Mishkin and bringing the different types of offerings, the peace offerings, the, the, the ascension offerings, and the, the, the varying types of sin offerings. That's the heart of bringing an offering is bringing yourself. And that when we do it with an understanding of what the word Corbin is all about, it's that we are intending, we are setting the desire of our heart to draw closer to God. And it's the, the intent of our desire, it's the intent of why we are bringing an offering that draws us near to him. I find it fascinating that when you when you start with reading in the book of Leviticus in Vaikra, what's the first offering that they talk about? They talk about the peace offering or the celebration offering. So the the heart of God is to communicate to us is that we need to learn how to celebrate them and how do we celebrate the good things of God? by constantly choosing to draw near to him. And something else that's really fascinating about the sacrificial system is that what is offered on the altar. Now, apart from the what they call the ascent offering or the burnt offering, where the, the, the whole offering is consumed on the altar, the only thing that ever comes into contact with the altar is the, the, the blood and the fat. Now, I've heard a beautiful teaching from a Rabbi Gordon uh, on this many, many years ago where he talked about that what, what does the blood and the fat signify to us when we're bringing an offering? And it is this, is that we are, we are drawing ourselves near because we, we desire to bring our will, which is signified, our will and our desire, which is signified by the by the, the bringing of the blood onto the altar 
and the fat signifies pleasure. And so what we're, we're, we are determining in our hearts to do is to is bringing our whole selves, so that inner aspect of who we are. Those are the things that you can't see. When you look at a person, you, you can't determine what is their will, what is their desire. You know, what is, what is the thing that motivates pleasure in their heart? These are the inward aspects of our humanity. And that by bringing these things, these inner aspects of ourselves to God, we are desiring that they would become a true reflection of the heart, the will, the desire, and the pleasure of God. And isn't it fascinating when, again, when we look at this word Corbin and we look at the root, Kara, we we are we now see that it's the the purposeful action of drawing near to bring what to bring the inner aspect of who we are to God to share a the the most personal part of our life with God to draw that near to Him and to lay it open before Him and saying. This is who this is who I am. I choose with all this to still come close to you. And so it's such a beautiful way of looking at how we do life and how we present or draw near to God. Again, we can take inspiration from David Hamelak, David the King, where he talks about constantly drawing near. He talks about uh, using language like, I, I worship you because you have lifted me up. You have provided the means by which I know I can come near to you. And it's not about whatever's happening internally or externally in my life. I am invited. So God is putting before us the invitation to draw near. And we're learning such a beautiful thing about it because of this word. Now let's just quickly have a look at what each of the letters of this word can teach us about the word and about what it means and why God is so articulate about how we approach him when we are bringing an offering. So first of all, first of all let's look at the letter Kuf. Now, this, I mean, it's such a, be- a beautiful letter when we understand that God is talking to us about holiness. So God uses the word, there is the word uh, kadosh, which is the word for holy. And so we have certain um, statements like kadosh, 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 Adonai Zevaot. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Kiroshim teyu ki kadosh ani. Holy shall you be, for I am holy. Which we find in Leviticus, again, Leviticus 19.2. Now the Maharal has a, has a beautiful thing to say about the letter Kuf. Because the letter Kuf alludes to the holiness of God. So the concept of holiness implies that the thing under discussion is removed from other matters. If an object is holy, it has a degree of sanctity that forbids its use from ordinary pleasures. If a person is holy, he is on a higher level than others. God is holy in the sense that no being, whether human or spiritual, can be compared to him. 
So the the cough the kuf symbolizes that kedusha of God, that the holiness of God is alluded to in both the name and the form of the letter. So the name kuf, spelt kuf, vav, uh, and pei, so this is the phonetical spelling of the letter, has the gematria of 186, which is the same as that of makom, which is the word omnipresence, omnipresent which is one of the divine names of God. So when the kuf is separated into its revealed and concealed components, each of them alludes to a divine name. So the revealed aspect of kuf in Torah script consists of the form or the design of the name being made up of a, a kuf, a letter kuf, and a letter vav. So two letters which were the combined gematria of 26. So the same as that of the ineffable four-letter name of God, the Yod, Hey, Vav, and Hey. And the concealed aspect of the Vav and the Pei of Kuf equals 86, which is the gematria of the holy name Elohim. Isn't that amazing? So when we begin to engage with the nature and the character, the, the divine energy of this word Corbin, the very first thing that we're engaging with and presenting ourselves as an offering and bringing an offering is that we're coming into the divine names of God because of the letter Kof. Now, here's something very, very interesting. If you go into Genesis 2-7, where it talks about God formed man from the dust of the earth, it's if you look at that in the Hebrew, it says, Vayitzir Adonai Elohim. So it uses both the names when it talks about the, the construction of man. So you have the four-letter name of God, the yod heh vav He, and Elohim. So we know, and we can start to begin to conceive why this letter Corbin needs to start with the letter Kof. Because God is saying, in, in order to approach me, you've got to do it inside the essence of my relational names. So you've got to you've got to come both in the aspect of the the mercy and the relationship that is implied in the the four letter name of, of Hashem, the Yod Hey and the Vav Hey, but you also have to realize that you're also coming through the that the aspect of the implied judgment that sits in the name Elohim. So both aspects of His nature in that are engaging with us to provide the means by which we can come into the holiness of who he is when we desire desire to come closer, to bring ourselves up, to ascend into the nature of who he is by bringing the inward aspects of who we are. Because isn't that the, the nature of our desire to know and to relate to God and that we desire the inner the inner aspects, the hidden, the deeply personal parts of ourselves to be able to freely engage with who he is, even though we realize that his holiness 
is far above anything that we can achieve or comprehend. But the, the mechanics are already there in the aspect of just choosing to bring an offering because of the energy of this word Corbin. Isn't that amazing? Now, here's something that is truly fascinating about this the letter Kof. And this is something that you can you can read about when you look in the, the book Aleph Bait by Rabbi Yitzhak Ginsburg. And he talks about something very, very interesting and just I mean, and this truly is the kiss of heaven, about one of the functions of the letter Kof, and that it is the redemption of the fallen sparks. And what do we mean by this? So we're talking about what is innate in every human being, and that there's the divine spark. Oh my gosh. The divine spark that is always yearning upwards towards our creator. And that that aspect of the letter Kof in Corbin is because that letter is providing the mechanics by which the divine nature in us, that divine spark, can find the pathway of redemption. <laughs> My goodness. Now, it's something that's really, I just find, quite amazing. And that is that the letter Kof is the 18th letter of the alphabet. So its ordinal number is 18. Now, here's something marvelous, and this again, the kiss of heaven here, is that what, what other word do we find has the gematria of 18? It is the word chai, the word for life. So whenever we start engaging with this word, with Corbin, with the, the, the physical action of bringing an offering, bringing the inward parts of ourselves as an expression of an offering to ascend up into through the names of God, what are we engaging with as well? Life. <laughs> Again, look, come back to Genesis 2 verse 7. What does it say in there? It talks about what did the neshama, the breath of God, comes into, breathe into Adam so that he could become what? So what does it say there in, in the Hebrew? It's vayipach, and he blew the afav into the nostrils, into the nostrils of the human, etcha Adam. And what did he breathe? The neshamat chayim, the breath of life. Oh my goodness, look at that. There's that word chay. And it doesn't just stop there because he goes and it goes goes on to say, Vaihi Adam Chaya. So what did it, because of the Nishamat, the Nishamat Chayim, the breath of the living breath of God comes into Adam, into the human, he becomes what? Lenafesh, a living soul, a chaya, a nefesh chaya. Look at that. Look at the amazing link between the divine nature and construction of who we are. That divine spark comes alive just because of the simple act of bringing an offering. Wow. Isn't that the kiss of heaven? Isn't that just beautiful? This is the, this is the sort of stuff that excites me. 
And and all we've done now is just looked at the first letter. When we get to the resh, the bet, and the noon, we see such beautiful, such a beautiful kiss and embrace of heaven start to unfold. And we will get into that in the next podcast. So I'm very excited to continue on with this word and just unpack and feel the joy and the wonder and the celebration <laughs> that that peace offering is it, isn't it and you begin to see why god first talks about the peace offering when it comes to the the offerings that the capacity to celebrate because of our capacity to bring a corbin to bring an offering oh my goodness so exciting I just know that that will bless you, and I look forward to continuing on with this wonderful word, Corbin, in future podcasts. Baruch Hashem.